Jock Jams. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> Do you really? Hello and welcome to another episode of Sitcom Time Machine. I am your host, Jake. And I am your co-host, Joe. We're both hosts. We're both hosts. Ghost, equal. Not ghost hosts. Equal. You do more work than I do, though. I will fully admit that. Yeah, but you can talk more. And I just agree. Life. Do you agree because you actually believe it? Or do I make compelling arguments that you can't combat? Both. Okay. <clears throat> ah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what have you been up to this week? Oh, you know, just a little spoken chicken, watching my friend fall in a game constantly. Okay. He's going up. The game's called Only Up. Oh, His okay. goal is to go up, but, not down, but, but why he keeps does falling he fall? down. He says it's because the, the, the guy doesn't jump correctly. It's just because he's bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. Mm. Um, what else? Uh, I'm done work for the week. Yay! Extra day off. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You took off for tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, because we're going to Magic Kingdom tomorrow. Ooh, ooh. I'm try yeah. ride time. Are you getting up at seven to? Yeah, I'll I mean that's be up. that's fair. You would probably be home. <laughs> it's only gonna be for us too because I don't have all of them. I don't know if I don't think I do. Whatever, that's their responsibility, not ours. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Um, do you have any questions that you want to ask me? I was just thinking if there was anything else coming up. Sorry, oh. and then I was gonna ask you how has your week been. <laughs> I was sick. Uh, that was always for a few good, days. Good times. Um, yeah, and I worked yesterday. Need that money. Yeah. Oh, I went to go visit my old coworkers. Oh yeah. Yeah, saw a bunch of people. Talked a lot of crap. Yeah, because that's what you do with coworkers, especially ex coworkers. Yeah. yeah. Talk shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and find out that. Oh, what do you Nothing's know? Changed. Nothing's changed. Still and horrible. everything I said was going to happen came true. Oh. Glorious. Glorious. But, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're kind of boring. <clears throat> Nothing really goes on over here. Dogs has an itchy ear. Yeah. She's got a, a baby ear infection. But, unfortunately, she is. She just gets chronic ear infections. She's allergic to everything. And it all comes out in that. You want to tell us about this uh, episode? All right. Episode five, The Phone Call, aired April 12th, 1988. Kevin tries to get up the courage to call Lisa Berlini. Paul tries to find out if Lisa likes Kevin by consulting the junior high grapevine. Thank you. 
so relatable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Did you ever like? Uh, never. Like wrote notes like, "Do you like me?" Circle yeah, one. Probably. Yes slash yes Maybe? or no. I'm trying to think. No. I was just I a kept delivery to myself. person. I was never. I, I would never tell a girl that I liked her. So you would just creep. Mm, yeah, it's probably. That was such creepy. <laughs> Fuck! I hate you. Oh no! I I feel like I remember getting like one of those notes. Oh. And like just nothing ever came of it because I was like, I don't want to be mean <laughs> and say no, Libra. but I also don't really, yeah, yeah, no. I remember I was a kissing bandit in like grade school though, like but only in summer camp. It was weird. Very, very weird. We open up with Kevin just Kevin looking at the, the phone. phone. <laughs> looking at the phone. Um, and he said, like, calling a 12-year-old girl on the phone, especially a cute one, is, like, ooh, super difficult and scary. And, I mean, it's just, it's fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Fear of being humiliated. Because what if he calls her and she doesn't like him and, you know. Yeah, it's so different back, I mean, like, even back when we were kids. Yeah. It was pretty, I guess it was pretty similar to then because we didn't have anything. Yeah. You'd had to call, you had to know people's, you'd ask for a phone number. Yeah, and then you had to, like, make sure that you call at the right time because you can't call around dinner. Yeah. And then you can't call past, like, depending on the house, eight or nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, guys, it was a totally different time. (laughs) I mean, I remember calling, like, my friend to find it, like, that lived, like, two doors down to be like, yo, are you able to, uh, like, do stuff today? Yeah. Like, we would just call it play. Like, you would have all of your friends' numbers memorized. Because, like... That was the way you got in contact. Exactly. So weird. Yeah. (laughs) It's so weird to think about. Right? Um, and then they show the Apollo 8 liftoff. Yeah. Which... It's in third period social studies class. Yes. Um, um, they watch the launch on TV. The one thing is weird. Um, what's up with him and Winnie? Are they just... I guess the end of that episode said that they were just remaining friends. Yeah, that they, they were going to be... They were going to slow down. Yeah. And, you know... No, I, I don't know. In reality, it's kind of like if you care about somebody so much that was a friend to you for so long, do you really want to push that boundary mm-hmm. when you're and be have that be your first relationship and have it possibly not turn out the way that you and want then it you're to? Not friends. Yeah, like it's there. It's heavy. There's a lot to think about when it comes to that. Um, but yeah, he, um. He mentions Winnie at one point. He says something about her that since, like, they sl- started to slow things down. Yeah, and he, he said, can he ever love again? Yeah. Like, after Winnie, can he ever love again? Oh, God. How old is he? Twelve. Twelve? Says that. Oh, sweet baby angel. Um, you got time. 
and he just realizes this girl Lisa Berlini. Because she looked at him. She looked at him. Yeah, but like, you just realized this. I mean, it's not like it's the beginning of school. Just realized. I mean, he knew her name, so I'm sure like... It's like he doesn't know her, though. But it's because she probably never paid him any attention. When she looks at him, I'm a believer plays by... Who's that by? I'm a believer. Uh, bum, bum. Is it the monkeys? Not, yeah, I think it might be the monkeys. The monkeys. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. We got monkey around. Yeah, monkeys. All ha. that work. All that work. Could have just listened to your wife. Uh, he's in love. He at, is. At, like first sight. Doesn't know her. Um, he's lucky he knows her name. But I mean, like, it's puppy love. So he's just, he just thinks she's attractive. Yeah. And she showed and him any sort know of attention. So he starts to stalk her. Like he remembers yeah. her schedule. He admits he doesn't know her and has never heard her speak. And like, in the meantime, it's going back to the phone and him picking up the phone, hanging up the phone. Um, so it's like taking... Like, he's looking back on it, but it, like, pans to the future where he's, like, making the call. Or is... No, I think that he actually, like... Sits there for a couple days. Yeah. Like, to call her? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's scared. He's scared. And that's fine. Uh, but then for the next three days, he proceeds to stalk her. <laughs> memorize her schedule. Yeah. Um, and he imagines, ha- like, it's gonna be a coincidental run-in... And, you know... Oh, hey, Lisa. You bumped into me. Oh, my God. Oh, and then he ends up, you know, finally getting up the courage. Like, this is it's going to happen now. We're going to have that coincidental run-in. And everything's going to be great. And everyone empties out of the class. And she she didn't come out. He goes into the classroom and, oh, my God, they ran into into each each other. other. Oh, my God. Perfect writing. Make it look like a coincidence when it wasn't a coincidence. But then it was a coincidence. And, like, she makes conversation. Yeah, and he's the typical guy. Uh, I don't uh, know what to uh, say. uh, uh, Like. You say hi. uh, Oh, my God. He needs to learn how to flirt. Yeah, true. Gotta flirt. I mean, when you wave her brother, you don't really have much help there. Yeah, that's true. And Karen's not exactly helpful. So, you know, I get it. Um, but she basically excuses herself, says bye. <laughs> um, and he beats himself up about it. The real question is, mm-hmm. how does he know her phone number? I mean, there's a phone book. Yeah. That's stupid, but... There's a directory. I would have never used a phone book when I was a kid. <laughs> I did. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna. S- that makes you even more of a stalker. It's public information. I know, but still, I it's feel there like for stalkerish. a reason. I feel like that's stalkerish. Um, no. If he were to like find out her address from the phone book and then like go stake it out and look in their windows or just hang out outside, then that's stalking. Or if he called her 800 times and hung up. (laughs) Right? And he proceeds to, you know, go back to pick... The picking up phone, and then it cuts back to lunch. 
Yes. Lunch and Paul wants to eat. Because, you know, how dare he want to eat? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, they're just sitting there with their trays and he's freaking looking for her. Because yeah. it's creepy. He never sat with her before. Yeah, no, but he's looking for a seat so he can further, you know, yes. scope her out yeah, and stare at creepy. her. And Paul calls him out. Creepy. Good job, Paul. Yeah. Um, And Paul just asks, do you like her? And Kevin, of course, gets defensive. And, and he, goes, he obviously learned nothing from Winnie. No. Nothing. Um, But he doesn't actually end up admitting it. But he swears Paul to secrecy. So Paul, as the good best friend wingman, uh, offers to do some recon with um, her neighbor, who he knows. But unfortunately, it spreads pretty quickly. Yeah. Because the neighbor um, doesn't know, ask another person. Asks another person. Who they don't know, person. asks another person. And eventually, it, it gets to, to Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> like, looks literally at, in front of his eyes. And Lisa looks at Kevin, and Kevin runs out of the cafeteria. He overreacts. Luckily, it's ridiculous. Luckily, with not an, without an apple. Yeah, he didn't throw an apple. Go, mm-hmm. Kevin. But he did, like, spill a kid's lunch. Yeah, douche. Dick. Yeah. Um, and he goes, and he hides in the bathroom. You know, like Kat- Katie Heron. Mean Girls. <laughs> um... And he basically plans on avoiding the rest of the day. He's like, listen, I have water, electricity, and a tuna sandwich. I'll be in here. Paul's trying to flush the the tuna sandwich because Kevin won't answer him. I'm like, why would you flush it? Just throw it out. Like, no evidence. No evidence. None. Because they can go into the trash can. They can't find a clogged toilet of tuna fish. Yeah. So ridiculous. Um, but the next day he ends up faking sick, saying he has a sore throat. And the only, the first thing that came to my mind was, okay, Bueller. Bueller. Things don't go your way. Don't go to school to avoid confrontation. Yep. And he's sitting there and he's watching his, you know, the game shows. And I'm like, that's not Maury. No, I would watch And the price is right. Yeah. Yeah. The price is right. Remember I'd Sally. watch Sports Center all day. Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake. That was the beginning of my reality TV what? love. Gross. Oh, yes. Loved it. Um, but he lays in bed all day and he finally starts realizing how dumb it is to avoid her. Um, because he he's watching, you know, the Apollo 8 stuff and is thinking about how brave they are. And uh, JFK's speech after it. And he just becomes inspired. Um, Take the brave leap of faith into the unknown. Into the unknown. Um, But he continues his little song and dance. He calls her and he hangs up before she answers. But he had to call by 8 o'clock that night. And Norma comes in and they have like kind of a cute conversation. Um... He asked if she remembers the first time dad called her. And we find oh, out that yeah, uh, yeah. she worked at Macy's and yeah. he she had sold him a tie. And he called about the tie, I guess, to return it. Uh-huh. Um, and he, Kevin asked something along the lines of, well, like, how did you feel when he called you? Like, were you expecting the call? And she's like, no, like, I sold him a tie, and I figured that was it. <laughs> um, 
Because and, normal people don't creep on people. Right. <laughs> but they were also probably older. Yeah. Exactly. Not 12. Um, but a really cute uh, time with, um, oh my god, Jack. And he says, he asks for um, some privacy so that he could use the phone. And his dad asked, why do you want privacy? And he said, I'm calling about returning a tie. And he thinks his dad understands. He did not get and the his reference. Dad just like, when do you wear a tie? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, also, how long has that glass of milk been sitting next to that phone? Oh, uh, yeah. I I didn't. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even see the milk. Oh yeah. Did not pay attention to I that. I think he ends up drinking it, but they never show it because it's empty by the end of the episode. But I mean. That milk, it gave him courage. Courage. She finally calls and then hangs up, though, this time. Yeah. But Jack leaves and says, don't touch my pens. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what? What? You may need to take notes. Listen, my dad had a favorite pen, so I somewhat understand, but it's still weird. Terrified to call. Now he calls, and then he calls calls Paul Paul instead. Ask them how the day was, if anything happened. Yeah. And of course, Paul, Paul short. says nothing. He gives no details. Um, and then he yells Kevin up, flips and calls him a loser. I'm like, you're your such life is a... so boring. I'm like, you are such Douche. a dick. I wrote down, douchebag. God, how does Kevin have friends? Douchebag. Ugh. Yep. Um, so he got super nervous and anxious, uh, but the phone but rings the phone and it's for, for Wayne. <laughs> Um, you know, of course, Wayne comes in, pushes him down with his foot. Oh, and he proceeds to have a conversation with one of his friends. And Wayne hangs up and says, it's all yours, scrote. <laughs> this is usual name for him. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, but Wayne asks who he's calling, but already knows the answer. Um, and... He has a note with a phone number on. Yeah. He's like, he steals it from her. And Wayne calls his bluff and actually calls her himself. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Uh, Kevin tries to take the phone from him, and it ends up, he ends up hanging it up because Jack is coming in, and hurts Wayne's pinky. Aww. And it is literally one minute before eight. Yep. Well, he hangs up the phone while it, while it's ringing when Wayne calls. Yeah, um, and he has here. like a daydream about oh yeah about you know, him calling. And she's like, "Who's Kevin Arnold?" Well, and then more and more people, people start crowding around the phone. Then it ends up on the news. Yeah, um, and it just shows like his fear of public humiliation. True. Like that's what it comes down to because so more and more watching this, it's more about like him just feeling powerless mm-hmm. because every single one of his daydreams mm-hmm. it's either in worst case scenario public humiliation mm-hmm. where he has no power to control it or the ones where he feels like he's getting a little power being a little dictator mm. and pushing people around have you okay. noticed that no I haven't noticed it, but now I noticed it. No, but it's it. it's definitely something to look out for in the future gotcha. to see if he has those same kind of daydreams. But I mean, like, I feel like that's normal growing up. Your child, everything 
is structured and you have no power over anything. I mean, think about, you know, how Gen Z especially has felt Mm -hmm. in the last, you know, few years where their entire education system is tumbling around and they're seeing their friends, you know, but they are essentially powerless to do anything. They don't even have a vote. Mm -hmm. They will. But they're the one, exactly, but they will. Love me some Gen Z. Um, So Norma actually calls for Kevin to come and watch, you know, the space stuff. Because, you know, as Kevin said before, he wanted to be an astronaut. Yep. That was his backup. So, um, and it was the first time uh, seeing Earth from space. And then it really puts things into perspective. Perspective. Perspective, sorry. Um, And, like, just think about, like, those key memory moments that you might have in your life like for us it's 9-11 like we all know where we were um for gen x it was the challenger exploding exploding i mean we all have like moments throughout our childhood that we remember and that kind of leave a mark on us Mm -hmm. and for kevin i think in this one in particular that he's blowing everything out of proportion, but it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. what does it matter? He's a small speck. We're all small We're speck. all just small specks in this great big universe. True. So, Crazy. it really puts things into perspective for him, and he goes and he calls again. Um, And she, she, Lisa ends up picking up the phone... And he said, hey, it's Kevin, Kevin Arnold. And she's like the little guy. (laughs) Um, But it seems like they actually had like a conversation. They probably didn't go too deep. We'll probably never hear about her again. But I I mean, I have no idea. I don't remember any anything really. Oh, maybe she'll be in the next episode. But we will see. Yeah, we will see. But, um, you know. Yeah, that's all. I mean, he ends up calling. Yeah, overall. It's okay. Episode. It's a relatable episode, but if I had to now see Now it's not related. Yeah, now like, it's not relatable, but, but. like, relatable for when we saw like it. Like, now they can just, like, send a text or a Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, you don't even ask for our phone numbers. Yeah, you go on Tinder and you swipe right to find out if somebody likes you. It takes the guessing all out of it. Right. So, yeah. God, when you really think about it, that's like for people that like are not okay with rejection. Yeah. Tinder is Tinder and Bumble and Match.com. All those um, dating mm-hmm. sites are like perfect for them because chances are at the very least they're going to be attracted to the picture that you're putting out there. And the information that you're putting there. So, it's True. it's interesting. Um, did you have an MVP? Or... Um, <laughs> MVP of the episode for me is Paul. Okay, I said Wayne. He, w- he was a good friend. I said Wayne because he made me laugh. Oh, yeah. I mean... <sighs> He's just doing what the big brother's supposed to do. Be a dick? Yeah. I mean, I don't agree, but I don't think that he should be a dick, but they're at that age where he's gonna be a dick. Yeah. 
So it's, yeah. But no, I think Paul, for me, was the MVP. He was a good friend. Yeah. He was a good wingman. He went, he, hey. He got to, he did what he could. Gave him a tuna sandwich, put up with Kevin's berating of him on the phone. Like, if, man has the patience of a saint. But, yeah. Yeah, what do you grade the episode? (sighs) Give it, like, a four. Yeah, I was going to say 4.5. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like it just... It was unnecessary for... Like, they could have fit more in there and not just him going straight to the phone over and And over over and over over. again. Um, Also, like... I, f- I wish that like they had gone deeper. Like you, I want to see Jack and Kevin actually have a relationship, and this would have been such a good time for him to just be like, like, what do you mean about the tie? Like, if you didn't get it, like, you know, I'm trying to call a girl. Like, oh, good luck, son. Like, nothing to worry about. It's just a phone call. Like, I I wish that somebody that has actually lived longer in their lives could have given him a little bit of guidance to just be like, you're blowing this out of proportion. This is all in your head. This is a phone call. What's Mm -hmm. the worst that can happen? Yeah, but you don't think about that when you're a kid. Yeah, but that's why you need to have peers and family tell you to put put things into perspective. Um, I would have believed my sister. Mm -hmm. Like, I would have believed my siblings telling me this or one of my friends. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, we don't listen to our parents, but especially then, Mm -hmm. because they didn't give a lot... (laughs) There wasn't a lot of conversation among them to even get a small dose of compassion from your parents. It may have actually made him realize some things because when you're only getting those small bits of empathy, they're the ones that stick with you. Mm So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So next episode. Dance with me. Dance with me. I don't know if that's hold me closer, closer and closer, much closer. Okay. I don't know. I was in Smokey Joe's Cafe. It was one of the songs from it. I never heard of it. Um. Yeah. So Kevin asks Lisa Berlini to go to the dance with him. She agrees to go to Kevin, but when Brad gains, this is the whole summary. Why are we reading this? We just have to give the summary up. Wow. Yeah, it's like the whole... That's somebody's whole summary. Okay. Is, that, is that better? Yes. These? Short, sweet, to the point. Mm-hmm. Just say the All right. episode. All way. right. The next episode that we will be covering next week is Dance With Me. Uh, the next day after Kevin rung up Lisa. <laughs> rung up Lisa. Well, there goes my theory that we'll never see her again. Um, he asks her to the spring dance. She says okay, but then Brad asks her and she accepts his offer. Kevin tries to win back, win, uh, win Winnie back at this dance. Ooh, Can't not, wait for that one. It's written by Daniel Stern. Oh, it's, oh, that's cool. Is this the finale of that season? Yes, this is our season finale of 
season one. Season one of the Wonder Years. So, yes, that'll be exciting. Um, And I'm just looking at the music. Oh, Tears of a Clown. I've been loving you too long to stop now. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'll be fun. Yep. Um, do you have anything else that you would like to add? Because I feel like I've talked a lot. You do like to talk a lot. But it's good. No. It's good. Okay. Whatever you say. It's good. It's good. I never. I didn't really like this episode. I hate this episode. <laughs> I don't hate it. It annoyed just, the shit out of me. It was just meh. It just annoyed me. That's all. Yeah. That's all. Just met about this episode. I only got one page of notes. Yeah. And most of mine said, uh, Kevin looking at the phone. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have to act much. It's pretty easy to just look at Just look at the phone and act And be sad. afraid. But I guess that's it. You got nothing? I got nothing. Someone's got to have something. No, nothing. All right. You want to see us out? No, because I don't know anything. Wow. You haven't learned. Four times. I know nothing, Jon Snow. Four times. We've done this four times. This is now the fifth time. So, this many times. That's great. All right. But you can still say, and I can talk with you. Huh? What? I don't know what you're saying. Exactly. Thank you all for joining us. This has been Sitcom Time Machine. You can follow us on Twitter at Sitcom Time, or you can email us any questions at Sitcom Time Machine at Yahoo.com. Leave a review, answer any questions. Rate, view, subscribe. Subscribe. God, you listen I, to enough I podcasts, know, you can come up with an I outro. I know, and it's like the thing that I hate the most. I hate. An outro? Listen to me. Because my goal on this is not like. What's your goal? Mm -hmm. For us to spend time together and talk shit. True. Yeah. I've been mightily high this episode. I have not been. (laughs) Oh, that's. That's it. Yep. Yep. On that note, see you next time. I'm Joanne. And I'm Jake. Have a great week, guys. Be kind. Rewind. Thank you for joining us at Sitcom Time Machine, A Journey with Jake and Joanne. You can follow us on Twitter at Sitcom Time and email us any questions at sitcomtimemachine at yahoo.com. Again, thanks for joining. Have a great day.